my motherfucking name and my name is Miko Grimes. This is the iHeart Miko podcast, episode 157. Hello Brent Grimes. What up Miko Grimes? Happy that you're joining me today. Happy it's a to little, little earlier than normal. Right. Cuz we got to do some football talk which we don't do. We usually record after the games, but we got to do some football talk so we're on a little bit earlier. Might be a little longer episode cuz we want to take a pause in the middle to watch some basketball and then come back and record the NBA segment. But up first, uh, first of all, that was Say My Name the, from Beyonce's live album. She has a live album out right now. That, that's new? Yeah. Oh. It's fucking I was fire. wondering why you had uh, Beyonce. Like. I like live music. It's so different than the album, you know? Yeah. And um, she's, she, got a, she got some some slaps on there. All Ain't the slaps. All the same songs? Yes, but it's live. It's a uh-huh. whole nother album. Like, that song right there wasn't even the same as it is on the album. I mean, yeah, you hear instruments. Not just instruments, the words. It was the way they put it together. Production was different. Oh, okay. But you wouldn't know that probably because you don't know that song. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Parker. Uh, she did her version of this song. Uh, no, what, what song did she do? Pay My Bills. That's what she did. Can you pay my bills? We was killing that shit doing a 90s uh, karaoke ceremony last week. And uh, we had to cut it short because, uh, first of all, Aiden was there. And you probably didn't hear this, but he, I I don't know what song it was or what happened, but he asked me what a virgin was. No, you were talking about Easter and you said said something about his, uh, Jesus' mom was a virgin. And he was like, uh, what's a virgin? Yes. And then. Y'all made it like y'all said virgin. No, because we said that earlier in the day we were saying that. Oh, we okay. tried to switch him up and say virgin. Oh, okay. But he's so dumb, he didn't <laughs> get yeah. it. And all it did was make me laugh. But what I want to ask you is, like, you and I have different opinions on a lot of things, like when he should know stuff, when he should be told stuff. <clears throat> he's asking when he can watch Game of Thrones. I heard you say, what What age did you say? Like like 14, 14 at least like you know it may be earlier but it just depends on the kid you know well i was talking i was watching shit like that real early yeah when i was talking to ra and joel and they've already had like sex conversations with chloe and everything they're the same age yeah 
What we waiting I mean, on? you can. It's, you it's, told me not to. I just, you know, I was just trying to let him be a kid for a while. He's asking a lot of questions, and he apparently don't ask you nothing. Not like that, no. He asks me everything. Because you tell him you break. I just tell him to shut up. <laughs> Cause I don't really listen to what he be saying. I if he want to know. Up. If I he want to like, know. nah, shut up. And then he'd be like, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's it. So we're back in Florida now. We had an extended spring break in L.A. Um, I got to go to a concert called Crush Groove. Um, there's a station in L.A. Um, damn, what's the name of this station? I can't remember the name of the station, but they do a lot of the old school hip-hop and R&B and they have a concert yeah. called Crush Groove. And now it's the official 420 concert of the of the Forum in Inglewood. And the performers, the po- performers were um, DJ Quick, High C without Sugar Free, but he'll be at the uh, How the West Was Won concert October 19th, which I cannot wait for because I've been wanting to see Sugar Free in concert since forever. I've never seen it. And him and DJ Quick used to have a lot of beef, a lot of issues, so, you know, could never get them together. But now they've squashed everything. It's cool, and they're touring together and doing little shows. So I'm hyped for that. Snoop wasn't there. He was at his 25th anniversary of Doggy Style in Vegas. Dope. I think they paid him more money. I'm sure they <laughs> so did. So respect for that. But he's going to be at the How the West Was One concert. Um, who else was there? Ice Cube was the closer. Respect. Um, a legend that we really need to give his flowers before he's gone because he got so many irons in the fire and doing so many great things. He's like a, f- probably four or five steps past Nipsey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we don't even, you know, talk. We don't even give him his props or nothing. Like, he is a legend already. Who don't give him his props? Us, our people. He doesn't want anything. Nobody's giving him any recognition, like nothing. Oh. And he's doing big things. For our hoods, our community, and an NBA. The big three is flourishing. They're beefing with the cable companies now, trying to get it on there. Uh, Dub C was there. Mac 10, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Warren G, E40, Brent. So just about everybody was there. That's what it sounds like. No, everybody wasn't there. <laughs> this is not everybody at all. But Brent, do you remember I used to hate E40? Yes. I've got a newfound respect for him after seeing him in concert. Why? Well, he has a stage personality, like he, the the stuff that he says in between the songs, like he kind of tells a story when he's on stage and um, he's, he wasn't as corny (laughs) as I thought he was going to be. I was going to say, how did you get past him? You think he's so corny. I do, but you know what? It was just something charismatic about him, the way he was moving around his whole little outfit, like he just had me and he does have hits, you know what I mean? But he's just, I never really cared. And I was just like, damn, I got to give E-40 his props. Yeah. I never have given him any props. And that's wrong. You really don't give him any. That's wrong. But I, I got a lot of respect for him. Too short. He was there too? <laughs> yes. And he did this. So one of my favorite songs of all times is Freaky Tales. And I rapped the entire song. I'm sure you did. But before he performed the song, he made an announcement. He was like, who stand up if you're 43 years old in here? Wow. Right. All my friends was like, bitch. <laughs> so I stood up and he was like, if you're 43 years old right now, you were in seventh grade when this song came out. That means you a nasty motherfucker if you knew this song. And I was like, facts. <laughs> I used to get in trouble listening to Too Short. But he was there. He did his thing. But my favorite performance was probably my favorite because DJ Quick, I'm a huge DJ Quick fan. 
he was doing a lot of corny shit. A lot of corny on stage shit. Like thinking he was like trying to like make the crowd do all this weird goofy shit. You've never practiced this, my nigga. Like he was like jumping around. No, jump over here and jump over here and jump what? over there and jump over there. And jump. I was just like, is he, he high? Was awesome shit. Yeah, he was high. Yeah, he got. Not so, we. Huh? Yeah, he was tripping. <laughs> yeah, he has so many hits. So, and I'm just a huge fan. But probably the best performance was Mac Ten. For real, Mac Ten. Why? He, he gang banged before he even got on the stage. Like you know how you in between people yeah. coming on and it's just a black stage and you playing music or whatever. Yeah. Somebody then gave him the mic in the back, and he just started going so woo. <laughs> And the whole crowd started falling, put all these red lights all over the whole crowd, and everybody just started yelling it back. Wow. I'm just like, he just going to come out banging like that? And he banged the whole time. So they was trying to tell him his time was up, and he was like, I ain't going nowhere, blood. I got more hits to do. Y'all should have scheduled me more time. I'm going to keep going. DJ, run the next one. Like, he refused. he bullied the show? Bullied the show. Nigga what? did not take the mic from him, though. He probably did six songs after they had told him his time was up. Wow. Bangers, though. Well, for L.A. people, anyway. Right. All bangers. And he looks the same. He still looks the same age, everything. And his hair, he didn't have his hair braided up. He had, like, a big afro. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was like, niggas talking about, I should get my hair done before this show. Nigga, I'm from Inglewood. I'm home. I got to get my fucking hair done, blood. I was like, oh, my God. But he was so fun. Like it was just, it was fun time. And then everybody was smoking. Niggas was passing joints everywhere. It was fun. That's cool. It was a good time. I, I, I was, I gotta, I, I gotta put some respect on E40's name though. I have to, because he really did impress me. Um, before we continue, we gotta send some prayers out for Jesse Smollett. But does he? Why? Um, he's apparently suffering from night tremors, night terrors, and and after his attack. So he what? wants us all to keep. Up attack? Yes. So we got to keep him in our prayers. Come on, get the hell out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah. Poor Jussie. Um, you did yoga for the first time next, last week. Yeah, I did. What'd you think? Um, it was pretty cool. Like it's actually um more strength based than I expected. Didn't I tell you that though? You were always saying that you thought I was so good at it because I was flexible and I was like, but I'm not that strong. Like a lot of the stuff you do, you have to be strong, especially your shoulders and your upper body. Yeah. Like I got some strength, but like that shit is tough and you was killing it. Yeah, I did good. I mean, obviously there's certain things that I can't do for flexibility, but I did pretty good, but I was, I I like it. I would do it again because it is challenging. And it improves your your mobility and everything. That's cool. Yeah, I loved it. I, I love doing it. I'm going to keep on doing it. I I don't know. I got to get my upper body strength together, but the rest of it, I'll be fucking it up. Um, yeah, it. you got your, you got the, what's it called? Lotus position already. That's like an advanced <laughs> position. You sit your ankles on top of each other. That shit's crazy to me. Yeah. But I just like that. Like when I do yoga, like I really just let go of the world, like everything. Like I li- really like relax and and you know and ground in and it and i causes me to fart a lot because because <laughs> when i relax like that like it just natural air just comes out but it's a release you're releasing all that the green smoke all the toxins <laughs> what? and you let go all your problems like it's just really like relaxing for me it's like a it's, it's like tranquil mm. you know it's like therapy for me and i think i need to make sure i do it like at least once a week just to just 
center myself and get these chakras together and and get my life together. Um, we're going to hold everybody up. We're going to get into this football talk. Everybody wants to hear about the draft, which is on Thursday. You know, I don't have too many opinions on the draft. So we got to call um, South Florida Sun Sentinel and Miami Dolphins beat writer and my radio ex-husband, Omar Kelly, to talk football and some more shit. Let's get him on the phone. Hello. Omar. What's happening? What's good with you? Nothing much. Chilling. Chilling. Getting ready for this draft. I know. You know I called you so you could give your draft talk, talk a little bit NFL. But before we do that, you know I'm watching Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm, girl. I'm, girl. On, I'm on season three, episode eight. Okay. I do not. Oh, episode eight, usually when they turn up, when they fight. I haven't seen eight oh. yet. But I, that's okay. my next episode. But I'm disgusted at the fact that I follow so many Game of Thrones watchers because y'all are spoiling everything. I'm sorry. I, I, we, we, I have we, to scroll past everybody's shit. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. You got, I mean, at this point, we just trying to get you, we just trying to make you enjoy what you've been missing out on. I was are in the 1%. It? Yes, I was yes. in the 1% and, you know, living life without it. And now that I've been watching it, it's almost like I started this, so I have to continue. It's like a challenge. Yes. Now. I mean, it, it's it's kind of like crack. Once you once you hit the pipe and, and you get, you know, you like it, you, you, you got to get deep enough because it's too complicated, especially when you don't know all the characters. But once you get all the characters, and all the families, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it just takes off. Um, so what what part are you at right now? What what, what just happened? Well, right now, um, t- Tyrannies, what's the white blonde hair girl? Uh, no, K- K- Khaleesi. Oh, oh, yeah, Khaleesi, Khaleesi. Khaleesi mm-hmm. just uh, took over the army and told them they were all free. And if they want to okay, fight for her, kill. they can. Yes. Her dragon okay. that burnt the other nigga down that had the whip. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. The okay. Okay. Jamie uh, L- L- Lannister, Lannister mm-hmm. is is officially about to be free. The big white girl had just fought the bear, and he saved okay. her life on that. So they're getting ready to be freed. Uh, the brother is getting ready. The little brother that that's incest brother is getting ready to marry uh, the one uh, girl that's awesome. setting him up. Yes. Um, oh, okay. What uh, else is you, going? You, you, yeah, I got. It, it, I got a long way to go. By the time you, by the time you finish season three, because I believe season three is is one of the better seasons. Season season three is season four. Oh man, it, it gets so much better. It gets so yeah. much better. I was talking to Brent about. I was like trying to figure out why men like this show, and he broke it down to me so well. Brent, can you explain what you said about why people like Game of Thrones? Well, why men would watch? Because I was Game like, it's of, too much gay stuff going on. And Game of Thrones is a soap opera, so it's a, okay. so, it's a soap opera which draws in girls. Also, girls okay. have a prominent role in all of it. That's that oh, was, yeah. keeps the guys. But for order for Game of Thrones, they putting it together for order them to keep guys around. It's a ton of violence and it's a ton of sex. You're gonna see some titties yep. and you're gonna see somebody get their head chopped off. That's gonna keep Absolutely. a lot of a lot of guys in it. So it's a soap opera mixed with that, and bam, you got the best of both worlds. Yeah, one one episode every season. It's usually around episode eight. There's like the whole seat. The whole season around. is a fight season. The whole mm-hmm. the whole whole episode is a fight season. Fight fight a episode. War. So you got a, an hour of fighting. 
Yeah. So yes, it's it's just it's an amazing series, and it's you know um, it's ending. Um, I, I, the only reason I'm even watching yeah. is because it's ending. So Omar, I'm going to be caught up before the the series finale. Before, Girl. and I'm having a watch party. I I love when people are catching up to it because we've had to wait. I think two years for this final season. I know y'all ain't got to wait. I know y'all y'all are blessed. <laughs> y'all just keep going. We just, just rolling. Y'all just roll like, you know, you imagine having to wait a year to figure out what happens next because they leave you on cliffhangers. I know. It's, that's all I said. I feel like I'm winning. I did it the right way. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> Y'all over there waiting for your next crack hit. And I'm yeah. just going to coast all the way to the end. And I, I got to catch up, though, before it ends. That's my goal is to be completely caught up before the last episode and then have yeah. a watch party for the last episode. You and the funny thing is about the show, and you'll probably get this a little bit later. When you watch it over and over, episodes over and over again, there's smaller things that you catch yeah. and you pick up, mm -hmm. and you're just like, "Wow, how did I not see that, or how did I not know that?" It's 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 just a brilliant show. Yeah, I'm so enjoying many, it. Though. And I, I heard the books are even better, but I, yeah. I don't know if I can read that many books. Yeah, I don't want to, especially since it's a show. There's no point. For yeah, me. yeah. Khaleesi <laughs> is dead ass my favorite so far She's, i'm an aria person you everybody has I mean, the reason Khalees. aria is me for real <laughs> but she ain't got no power yet she's me as a little girl but um, i did hear aria got her first piece of dick this week and i'm salty <laughs> because I, I found that out from instagram i was like damn oh, yeah. she got some yeah, dick no. <laughs> we, we we stopped caring about y'all people left behind. Like, no, we go we go enjoy this together because it's our last. And everybody, the minute it happened, I was like, Aria, no, because understand. Don't tell me we what watched happened. Her grow up. I just know she got some dick. I don't know exactly what happened. I swipe past everything that that says Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't even want to know that. But, oh, it it was good, but everybody everybody was like everybody was like you know everybody's like how old is she? Because she's twenty two, but she plays a young a little girl. girl. And, yeah, you could tell she's and, an older woman. Yeah, I mean, and we've literally watched her grow up on the show since she was twelve. So mm -hmm. it's like it's it you know it hurt my heart, but I understood that sh shit. You think you're gonna die? You want some dick before you go? Right. Oh my god. But I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna keep going and uh. I'm going to catch, I'm going to update everybody every week um, on the show, but uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, the NFL draft is Thursday, um, mm -hmm. one of the most meaningless days of the whole season, but oh, this is a big, wanted, this is a big day for football. I wanted, I wanted to tell Brent and congratulate you, Brent, because <laughs> you have officially hit the level of being a draft comparison. Okay. I have, I have read, uh, I, I've read two individuals be compared to Brent Grimes in in draft bios and profiles. Um, one I don't necessarily agree. He's a young man from Washington um, who is By Byron Murphy, um, mm -hmm. Washington. He's got seven interceptions in his career. He only really played two seasons of college ball. Yeah. He came out to get that money. Uh, light skin dude, so you know they got they got to go light skin on light skin. <laughs> yeah. um, and the other guy is Julius Love. And I watched this film last night, and I got to admit, I did see your footwork. About and it. and, and him. I'm just saying, listen, I'm, I don't Come know. On, he, he, did, he, only, he only allowed one intercept. One, he only allowed one touchdown last season. No, good stuff, but, bro. 
But, I mean, but that's another, an honor, like, you know? I could, I could take that. You, you know? wasn't taking it as an honor two seconds ago. I was just playing. Oh. It was I a, mean, he's going... Go ahead. He's a light. He's a little light skinned dude. You know, they always got to be light skinned and little to get the brain grounds right. comparison. That's right. just that's just how it is. But what, where I did see it was his footwork. He he. I mean, no wasted movement. He don't need to touch you to to cover you. And I was like, yeah, I see a lot. I see a lot of Brent Grimes in that because you know Brent ain't need to touch you. Like Brent ain't want to do all that battling at the line of scrimmage. Brent was just like, okay, you go where you want to go. I'm gonna follow you, and then I'm a I'm gonna knock the ball away before right. before it's done. <laughs> right, I don't need to touch you that much. But, but, but he but made you it. Really, he made it. Yeah, you, lo- you, you realize you, how you, rare that is. Yeah, you never was getting those comparisons. Like players were saying, you were their role model, you were their idol and stuff, but they yes. never actually said, "Oh, this is a Brent Grimes type." Like they never did that. Like oh. people wanted to, to call, claim themselves as as your type, like you yeah. know. But they're actually like like trying to give you props. Weird. Hey, I'll take weird. it. Yes. Okay, so Omar, there's a lot mm-hmm. of drama. Kyler Murray, is he going to be drafted by Arizona? Are they playing games? Why oh, would course. they why would they draft him and they had the number five pick last year and still have that quarterback on the roster? Isn't that a, a, a faux pas in the NFL to have a quarterback not sure if he has the job? Yeah, uh, um, here's the thing. Kyler Murray is a dynamic talent. He will probably, arguably, be the best athlete on the field, no matter what team he plays. Maybe one or two. Um, fast. Uh, he's a combination of of athletically Michael Vick and throwing wise Drew Brees. Can't he's just it. small. I can't do it. That's I can't so do it. much. Can't, that's you just a lot. Said- this guy is Michael Vick and Drew, Drew Brees, Brees, bro. My Come favorite, on. two of my favorite quarterbacks of all That's time. That's a lot. Just, just rare, rare, unique athlete running wise. And here's the beauty of it: he doesn't run like Michael Vick. He only runs out of necessity, and he's hard to catch. Um, yes. And then just throw with precision, timing, um, catchable balls. I don't know how well he really reads the field because he runs a gimmicky offense in college, but. You know, Heisman Trophy winner. He's just small, but he's going to be the first player ever to be drafted, ever, first athlete ever to be drafted in the first round of two drafts. Um, that that just shows you the kind of athlete that he is. Um, gave up a baseball career and, and will be the number one pick. And, and pretty much uh, I when I watched this film, it was very clear to me he was that dude. Um, and I was I'm excited to see. Now, here's the situation. Cliff Klingsbury, the head coach uh, who basically got fired in college, um, got hired mm-hmm. by an, got fired in college, got hired by an NFL team to run their organization. He's going to be bringing the same offense that Patrick Mahomes was developed under uh, to the Arizona Cardinals, and he needs a weapon that can utilize that 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 can run that offense. Now mm-hmm. everybody wants to run that offense because you know that's the sexy offense that's going to sell tickets and. It's Whatever. the new generation. It's it's a new yes. it's ushering in a new generation of quarterbacks. The black I, athlete is is a quarterback is like a thing now. I don't know if they'll ever really accept or embrace that. I just don't. Um, if they're drafting Kyler Murray number one, five ten at quarterback, yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> that's big. <laughs> that's huge. Yeah, you're probably right because Russell Wilson was as clean as it could come, and he he, he went got, in he the fourth to, round. Yeah, oh, I thought it was a third, but yeah, see what I mean? They weren't no, they weren't may, very accepting right. was, of of the little black guy that was an athlete. Now we got a few of them now. Now you yeah. know we've got one that went to the playoffs last year. Now here's the problem, Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, the, here's the problem with the situation. Josh Rosen, who has right. been spoon-fed his entire mouth, comes from privilege. Families, publishers, schools are named after his family. Um, you know, always has to have everything promised and guaranteed to him. Uh, he ain't feeling this. He ain't feeling That's the fact I'm saying. that he's How being, is this even possible? Who would feel that, though? I mean, come on, Brand. How many quarterbacks been drafted to replace you? They see it's different as a corner, especially as a corner compared to a quarterback. A quarterback, if you're a first round pick, you're expected to get a a few years at least, at the very least, be starting midway through the first season, in my opinion. Unless you're you're, unless you're backing up a legend, and and you're expected to get at least like two or three to at least show something. You know what I'm saying? Before the team gives up on you. That's I mean, what I'm saying. How are they doing this to Josh Rosen? He was just drafted last year. Oh, because he was booty. So he was booty. The whole team, he, the he, whole Cardinals team was booty last year, though. They had a bad setup. True. I talked to a couple of people on the team and said it was just a bad – everything just wasn't right. It just was a – it was just a Awful throwaway year. year. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so – Rosen is probably feeling like, yo, y'all threw me into the wolves with a sorry team, and now... And now y'all trying to go get the black boy to come over here and take my spot. So I can see, see why he's upset. I'm but not they've saying also he's been, not wrong. But they've he's, been coming forward saying they might not draft him now. They're now no, saying that they're... Tra- they, they're saying it. We don't know what's true because uh, Gruden, oh. you know Gruden is over there planning some shit. He's plotting, making yeah. making uh, accusations about making a big splash, on in, big impact on Thursday. You know, he's, yeah. he's trying to win the draft instead of the, the actual games See, of 2019. True. I hear what you're saying. And, and Gruden does want Kyler Murray. I talked to him at the Senior Bowl and he basically said, this is the kid that made me redefine everything I ever thought about a quarterback. Yeah. And he loves him. But here, and he's got the resources to go get him. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the problem I have, see with this theory is if he wanted to go do that, he would have done it already and he would have packaged Derek Carr and got him for a first and sold him for it's a first round pick late. already. Not too late. You're right. It it's not, not too, too late. late. There's literally 48 hours before the draft and anything can happen. He can move so many. I mean, he would actually have to, all those draft picks that he got for getting rid of those great players they had on the Raiders. It, he yeah. would be risking all of those moves, all of that money, everything on he sent away on a quarterback who he doesn't even know is going to turn out in to be great in the NFL. And I'm not trying to shade Kyler Murray. All I'm saying is there are no slam dunks or home runs in the NFL draft. Zero. You're correct. Majority You're correct. of this this is how it usually ends up. Some players uh are shell shocked. They they can't handle the pressure, mm-hmm. the brick the bright lights, even if they have the skill. Some of them um fall to the lifestyle. Oh yeah. They absolutely. get caught up in the money and the fame and they forget that they're supposed to work out, they get fat, Don't they get out the of holes. shape. Yeah, the, the holes, holes start coming. And then there's there's also some that are just catfish, you know, just yeah, really not that good. Say. And then the last few bits of them peaked already. <laughs> right. So yeah. you don't really know what you're getting in the draft. And so for you to get rid of all those players, it seems a little dangerous to me. Es- established, proven players. But it's about getting younger and cheaper in the NFL, man. Mm-hmm. You see it so much with these organizations. Yeah. They don't care about veteran or they savvy. Can, like They can do ahead, that because – they're just selling hope every year, and the fans every buy into it. Like, oh, we got so many first round picks, and they'll just get hyped for the next first round picks, and completely forget that last year first round picks <laughs> are just you know Try. guys. You <laughs> know? Didn't work out. Yeah. So it's just like they can keep selling this hope. So 
What Gruden wanted to do is, look, I'm going to sell a whole bunch of hope going into next year with a whole bunch of picks. He made a splash move with, you know, Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. And they just trying to sell, sell this fan base for this uh this Vegas move. That's all that's going on. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's rumors that um Gruden doesn't really care about Derek Carr, which I reported a long time ago. People told me I was yeah. crazy. That is true. He he doesn't think that he's the guy. He doesn't. And, I mean, it's not like I, he's in a rush. He's got 10 years. He's on the book. I know, 10 years. Girl. So, so he, he has time. I know. I know. He, he, he got time to figure it out. And here's the thing. He – he hired Mike Mayock, who, had, who was a very respected evaluator, very respected eye, probably one of the best in, in the industry in terms of what he did. Now, the question is, can how successful will he be not commentating on talent, but actually picking talent for his team and assembling a team? I'm curious. We'll see. Yeah. I, I just don't, uh, uh, you know, uh, Kyler Murray will be the number one pick. I don't know if a team is going to trade for Josh Rosen. They're trying to sell it media-wise as, as if, oh, the Dolphins are interested. I know for a fact that the Dolphins aren't interested. They wouldn't have drafted him last year in the first round. Why are they going to trade? They they wouldn't, did not say that he wasn't on their board, but they didn't like his personality. Um, What's he's wrong got with an, He's an entitled little prick, oh, to be honest with so you. So he's like Derek Carr. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, but Derek Carr had a little bit of struggle, had some struggles, man. Yeah, whatever. Derek Carr had like drug hat issues. Wearing, motherfucker. <laughs> oh no, Derek Carr is not no MAGA hat. Yes, he is. Yes, he Whoa. is. His whole family donated to the Trump organization and everything. His brother know. is openly a Trump uh, supporter on Twitter. The the, the okay. media guy, yeah. Cheer, mm-hmm. and that uh, I ain't know. I ain't. Yeah, know. I do. Hey. Nick Nick Bosa Jr. Nick Nick Bosa. What's up is, with him? Uh, he, everybody's saying he's a real deal, and I felt a little offended when you said Kyler Murray would be the best athlete because people were telling me Bosa, and there was another DN from another Kentucky. school that's an no, incredible uh, athlete. Mm, DN, another school, incredible. There are three prospects that are considered elite talents. Uh, Nick Bosa, um, who is going to be. Probably the either the first, uh, I mean, the second or third pick, and then Quentin Williams is a defensive tackle from Alabama. Um, very one one season dominant performance. Um, mm-hmm. Plays on a very talented team. Uh, I just don't, I don't see Indomitian Sue, which is why I, I really personally wouldn't say he's the best athlete in the draft. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people say he's the best talent in the draft. But he had one season of productivity. I'm. I'm good with that. Uh, and then Bosa, who quit on his, his junior season, just said, nah, screw this college stuff. I'm I'm going smart to leave next year. He got hurt. Smart Yeah, man. he's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very he's smart. Like, hey, it, because he's, he was hurt, and instead of playing through the pain and having people say, well, he didn't wasn't as productive as, as right. he should have been, which is, is what Rashawn Gary is another Michigan defensive end. And he supposedly played through an injury, and he really didn't have that great of a season. The productivity wasn't there. Um, and everybody's like, well, why didn't he play as well as he could have played? And really, he doesn't he, – he, I don't see nothing there. But, you know, he'll be a first-round pick. But it, but the excuse is, oh, I was injured. So, But nobody nobody gives you credit for being injured. So I understand nope. why Bosa did what he did. In college or the he, NFL. That's why I tell players all the time, don't be playing hurt. Mm-mm. Like yeah. as soon as as soon as you show them some film, or they can cut you and not give you an and, injury, and you injury rush back on the field. You rush back yep. on the field. You're gone. Yeah. You're gone. So that was yeah. smart move by him. Tell me about this kid that I keep hearing about. I saw a little bit of his college play. Um, Dwayne Haskins, Ohio State quarterback. What's up with him? Hmm. Um, 
one season of productivity, amazing season for Ohio State. Fifty touchdowns, seven. I think it's seven interceptions. Jesus. Yeah. No. It just made my whole face frown up. I was like, wait, what? Black kid, black kid. Yeah, I know what he looked um, like. Yeah, he's getting in a little bit of controversy right now because now they now they talking about his hand, but you know the people around him and his father. Oh, he getting you know, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, know, even getting, though when the, when Deshaun Jackson, when the Mannings do that, it's you know it's 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 you know it's the Manning, so it's okay. But you yes, know, but if you um, got that black skin. <laughs> yeah, nah, you you can't do that. Fifty touchdowns, eight interceptions, completed seventy percent of his passes. I like him, don't love him. He's big got body, a, a big body. Yeah, nah, D six two ish. To he a little bit. He I don't think he's in great shape. He's not that athletic as a runner. You would think he was athletic because you know he's black, but nah. It, <laughs> All it, of us it, ain't it, got it, that. I know. I'm so, some <laughs> of us ain't got it. Um. I, the the only concern I have is is his offense is it's brilliant it's beautiful I love his receivers uh, I would draft every single one of his receivers but all that shit is quick dink and dunk screen drags so it's, so it's a it's, lot of what the bum quarterbacks are doing today it's a lot of Correct. get the ball to the people that's better than everybody else and y'all do the work <laughs> that's what yeah. that is. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But do you think he can be successful in the NFL? Is he an NFL quarterback? Can he make it to the playoffs? Yes. 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 If Mitch Trubisky could do it, he can do it. Okay. So that that's my reasoning, and it's true. If Mitch Trubisky could do it, same one year productivity, and he went to be the first round pick. Honestly, if if this guy was 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 white, he'd probably be a top five selection. Crazy. Um, he, he black, so. You know, I'm keeping it real with y'all. Um, so <laughs> uh, he might be there and he might get Deshaun Watson. Okay. So let me tell you this. So a, a lot of uh, people that I listen to uh, in sports are telling me that this is uh, uh, a nerd's draft, meaning there's not a lot of talent. There's not a lot of athleticism. But what there is is a lot of meat and potatoes, like a lot oh, yeah. of important meat pieces. Mm-hmm. Who is the Who is the steal of the draft? Um, I, I, if to me it's Parrish Campbell, it's um Haskins's wide receiver, top wide receiver. He reminds me so much of uh Jarvis Landry, um, just a lot faster. And, and re, he ran a ridiculous time in the forty, uh, as you know. You know, so he's we us people. Um, because Jarvis is, is the Jarvis great is value a, version of Odell he's Beckham, the, the slower Odell Beckham. Yes, no, I'm not going. I, I'm not going to compare nobody to Odell Beckham. It just it just ain't going to happen. Um, the, actually, you know, there's, there's Marquise Brown. There's a Ohio. There's an Oklahoma wide receiver who compares a lot to Deshaun Jackson. But um, Parrish Campbell. There's a large range of where people where he might go. He had 90 receptions last year, 12 touchdowns, a um, thousand and sixty three yards. Um, hands is not really reliable, but once the ball is in his hands, he's fast and he's elusive. So yeah, who is to this? me, he, this the guy you said um, like Jarvis. Yeah, Parrish Campbell. Yeah, because he he run he plays mostly slot, which is why I really compare him a lot to Jarvis. There's another guy from Ole Miss that's probably the top receiver in the draft, AJ Brown, another slot guy that I compare a lot to Jarvis. Um, in terms of like, I I, w- I don't even know if I would ever compare anybody to Odell Beckham. Um, 
but yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of slot receivers because you know everybody's running these gimmicky offenses right now, and and movement offense and and get the receiver in space, and those those two they're excellent at that. There's another big receiver, DJ Metcalf. I don't know why I'm telling y'all receivers. That's He's the lit, guy that he got looks, my maiden last name, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, he he he's 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 the son uh, of a former Bears offensive oh, tackle, uh, Terrence oh, Metcalf. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the who dude, that is. The, the workout warrior. Dude. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he, he looks like he looks like a defensive end playing wide receiver. Um, I, I'm not a huge that's fan. Lit. <laughs> but, I think it's lit. It's, but can he can he move? Like oh, I, I'm sure he he ran a good forty, but can he really move? I think people he's a get enamored bit... with forty times, but yes, I think he he can move. He can run real fast. I just don't think he can change. He doesn't run good routes. So he's like Gronk. That's what I'm saying. Can he move? Yes, like he can get in no. and out of breaks. Can he's he change no. direction? So he can't run no. routes, but he's big and fast. So you might be yes. able to throw far passes to him. Yeah. You go, you could throw nines to him. Yes, yes. He's not. He's not a pop. Doable. Like this guy. This guy caught sixty-seven passes, and a lot of people are saying he's the number one receiver in the draft. I just don't see it because he's a, he's a very one-dimensional player. If but you're I, stiff, I you're not the number one receiver in the draft. I, I agree with you. He's he's um he's David Boston all over again. To me. He can have a spot. He got a spot on the team, big and fast. You always got a spot, mm-hmm. but not the number one in the whole team. Yeah, Omar. Yes, ma'am. Who is everybody beating off and you think is going to be a piece of shit? Oh, Rashawn Gary from Michigan. Like, <laughs> Talk about he, it, Omar. <laughs> he, he is just, he's stiff as fuck. He's, he ain't got no pass rush to him. He's a defensive end. He got his, his, his other, the guy on the other side of him, little white guy, Chase Wind, Windham or something like that, got twice as many sacks as him. That guy going to be like a third round pick. He's supposed to be a top 10 selection. How did he jump Not up a, there? He was always the number one player in the nation coming out of high school, and everybody has all these ridiculous expectations for him. And, you know, and he's really just been shit, just had a shitty college career, like disappointment. Like you could even talk to Michigan people and they'd be like, yeah, he's like, he, he, he produced, he produced 10.5 sacks, Mm -hmm. 10 and a half sacks in three years in college. How you the best, how you the best player in the draft? You got 10 and a half sacks. Some people saying he's the best in the draft. Yeah, yeah. He, he, people yeah, argue he's the best. We gotta watch this one, Brent. We yeah. gotta watch this one. This might. I be mean, funny. somebody. Listen, somebody I respect and talk to tremendously loves him, and and uh, loves him, and will make excuses for him. I will not make excuses for a player. I just can't. I can't. Well, like, so I don't care. what is it about? Like he, he said like he the don't have no size. No, I'm saying why do oh. people love him? Like is he like. The perfect size, like what? oh yeah, he he does he killed the combine, he killed the combine. Perfect oh, size, six four two eighty, run a four, run a four four something or four five, ridiculous time, um, strong. But when you look at the film, he ain't got no pass rushing moves. He so can't he's disengage. An athlete. He's an athlete. Yeah, he's an athlete. But, but when he blocked, he blocked. He he blocked. That's the thing like, with football. They be getting caught up with these numbers. Right? Speaking of numbers, Omar. What's Listen. what's the Wonder League test? Oh, you never took the Wonder League. You could you could take it online. Um, it's it's just a basic gauge of intelligence. How much you paid attention in school? Uh, are you paying attention during this test? Common sense, you know. Common mm. not it, another thing that has nothing to do with football. 
Yeah, but here, here's the thing: it can, it can, <laughs> it can teach you. It teaches you how much are you paying attention in school. I'm telling you, some are of you, the dumbest are, people are the greatest athletes. Omar, like, why does that matter? Or, like, or how much you can problem solve. Like quarterbacks are supposed to score high on it. it gives them I'm shows saying, them the indicator they, of how you, quickly they think. Okay, so yeah. Kyler Murray got a twenty. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what's up? He's Nothing. still gonna be number one. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, a quarterback I mean, and he's little you try to tell me the wonder league says if you can think freely and quickly and remember stuff and he already little and he's in the pocket are you saying this athleticism oh, oh, they, is that they came out they came out and tried to say that he can't read defenses that's what i'm saying he, I, I, he was bad on the board yeah they come out they try to what i what i hate about the draft process is um they tear you down they want to they, they the whole process from from january till thursday they're sitting here tearing you down, telling you what you can't do, telling you about your limitations, telling you, you know, that that for showing you film where you fucked up and telling you to explain this shit and, and, and talking about your heart and questioning how much you love the game and blah, blah, blah. The minute they drafted you, they, you, 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 you the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, sounds about right. You, and yeah, sounds they about gonna, white. They're going to they tell everybody how good you are and how much you're supposed to be better than Brent Grimes and why you can't, you know, you, you this is your job. Come, and, and it's, you know. They deal with that to draft, and then they'll deal with it again if they make it to be a free agent. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Got to de- deal so with that. you're a free agent again, yeah. they're going to dig up all the bones that they buried when they drafted you just so the fans would like you and buy tickets. And then when uh-huh. it's time to pay you, they're going to dig them bones back up and say, oh, by the way, did we tell you that Jameis grabbed a Uber <laughs> driver's pussy two and a half years ago? Right. Yeah. 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 You know, they, like, nigga, y'all knew this two and a half years ago. Why you bringing it up now? Why you bringing up old shit? But that's what they do to devalue you. Right. It's oh, yeah. Crazy. I know. I'm dealing with it right now. It, it just they they. Boy, and and that's that's the one thing I, I wish Miko you would be able to do a, 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 a rookie symposium. And I really want I, to. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to push for it for you because they need to hear from a wife. They need to yeah. hear. They need to hear what what, what, what y'all shit. go. Through. Yeah, what's really gonna yeah. happen? Damn. Because and, and the 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 thing I like about where I am in my career is that players come to me for guidance and advice to deal with certain situations, mm-hmm. and and I'm thankful and blessed to be in this situation. And the saddest thing is the hardest journey for a player is when they realize that this is a business. They mm-hmm. don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, Brent. This ain't, Brent this ain't that clicked on Brent. That clicked for Brent about 2013, I would say, when the, when yeah. the Falcons uh wouldn't uh, they signed him to that tag and then wouldn't so, even yeah. negotiate. Yeah, nigga, this is a business. <laughs> they he don't was give like, a fuck. I've been doing. I've been on a one year deal the, every year. I've been doing everything they asked. I said, I tried to tell you, don't give a fuck about you. Got to do what's yeah, best I mean, for you. They really don't. The and At and all. players, it's it's a hard pill to stomach. After you, you know, they don't pay. They don't got to pay you pennies for three years. Now you finally, you know, I perform your contract. You trying to, you trying to like Xavier, Xavier Howard out here making less than Walt Aikens, a special teams guy. 
mm-hmm. a pro bowler making less than Walt Aikens. They over here not even not, not even being offered him a contract. See, Brent, that's Beijing with this damn toy. <laughs> Get that yeah. damn toy from her. Did you hear that, Omar? First she had yeah, the pig. I, I thought that she... was one of y'all sex toys, just <laughs> like a little drill, yeah. something. So let me ask you this, Omar. I mean, I know a lot of Dolphins fans listen whenever you're on. So what, what are the Dolphins going to do in the draft? What should they do, and what do you think they're going to do? They should draft somebody over 300 pounds in the first round. Um, they, 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 let's be real about it. They're tanking the season for the okay. quarterback from Alabama next year. And they looked at it and I looked at it and I understand that that dude is dope. Um, he's going to be Tua, the to next Tua, version to a loofah to, to whatever, to yeah, something. So I can't tag over, tag over something. Um, he's going to be the second coming of Andrew Luck. They got to be very bad to reap those rewards. And right now, if you look at this roster, they probably got 32 players who belong in the NFL. You cut their roster right now, uh, most of these dudes would struggle to find work. Mm. You talking about the Dolphins? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You, had, you had to go help Beijing. I asked him to give me uh, what he thinks the Dolphins should do in the draft and what he thinks they're going to do in the draft. Okay. So you said they should draft somebody over 300 pounds. What are they going to do? Um... I feel like they're going to get a cornerback. Um, there's, or, or at least they want the world to think they're going to get a quarterback. Grady Williams, they're going to be in position to get the first cornerback, the top cornerback in this draft. And right now, it seems like they're trying to put out word. I like, we going to get this cornerback. If y'all want him, y'all better come get him. But because they really want to trade down, they want more picks. Because as I said, they got 32 legitimate NFL players on the roster. They need about a good 12 players in this draft. And I didn't even say good players. They just need 12 players in this draft. So I think they want to trade down. Um, Certainly, they got to address their offensive line. They got to address their defensive line. They finished 31st against the run. They ain't got no pass rushers. Charles Harris, who's been a first-round bust for the last two years, he is literally the only pass rusher on the team. Um, They got holes everywhere, just every single place on this roster. So right now, they just need bodies. Mm. Speaking of holes, um, you know those holes, those donut donut holes. Mm-hmm. Those are fire. And um, Fitz has probably been eating a lot of those. I saw the media about my my homeboy uh, putting on a few pounds. You know, I, I was offended. Theory. I'm a Fitz fan, but he did the pictures. He did look a little chunky. I'm not gonna front. And yeah. his excuse was that he all seven of his kids and the birthday cake and all that stuff. Have you seen him move around with the weight though? Yes, he looks like a heavy quarterback. <laughs> he, no, I'm being serious. He bought two four. He bought two forty. Oh my he, he, god! I mean, he got to lose about fifteen. Which you know, he it's can, April. He can do that. Can lose fifteen he can, pounds. He's gonna lose fifteen. He'll get right. Yeah. Damn. But uh, is there any optimism? Is there anything? Because I don't. I, I don't see Fitz as the kind of guy that's gonna tank. I feel like he's gonna be in it every week. Oh yeah. He's a, he's a gunslinger. What happens if this oh, shit yeah. go left and y'all niggas start winning? Are they gonna be like, hold on now, Fitz? <laughs> Wait, what, what we didn't ask for the magic. You never know. You never nah. know. You nah. think? I don't. I, nah, homie. Wait, who nah. the receivers? They they still. Uh, they still got Kenny they Stills, got right? Parker. They got Stills. Yeah, yes. crazy. They, they got, have they got the, all that shit they talked about him. So this the all just the same girl. weapons they got that y'all said were the best weapons in the league. Not well up there, not too long ago. Nah, ain't nobody. They got they it's, got Kenyon Drake is their best weapon. He's I. Um, he's good. Kenny is he? Yeah, like, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's straight. He a weapon. Yeah, he a weapon. Okay. 
Um, they got they got um they got a, a Kenny Stills, twenty four touchdowns the last four years. So that's not that's respectable. Uh, Albert Wilson, who is is it was basically leading the NFL in yards at yards after the catch uh, before he got injured. But he's he's got a hip issue that he needs to get cleared to practice. And and Devontae Parker, that's that's their receivers. And Jakeem Grant, a little little spark plug. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, they, man, Fitz, Fitz was doing what he was doing in Tampa Bay because they had Mike, they had Mike, Mike Evans, they had Sean uh, Jackson, John Jackson, they had, had owed them two tight ends. We had the white uh, boy in the slot. Uh, yeah, Adam Hump, Hump, the Hump, and what's the young dude name I like so much? Godwin. Godwin. Chris? Yeah. No. Yeah. Bucks got weapons. Yeah, they got weapons. Sure. Weapons. Well, yeah, they, 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 Dolphins ain't got no weapons. Dolphins ain't got no weapons. They can't stop the run and they can't rush the quarterback and they can't protect the quarterback. That's a recipe for disaster right there. <laughs> <laughs> y'all just set my nigga Fitz up to die. It's yeah, South I mean, Beach. that's what y'all think. clear. Hey, the how much did they give him? How much they gave him? Um, two, I think, for like 12 or something like that. What's the guarantee? It, oh, he got he got like eight guarantee. Okay, me, so one year, up. eight million. That's it. Oh yeah, he gonna get that second year too. He gonna get that second year as a backup. Hey, you think they gonna just have him on the, on the roster? That would be dope to live in South Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean he shit. Four million dollars to back up yes. the rookie nigga coming in that they hope they draft. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it all yeah. work out. It, it oh he got two years and eleven million dollars. Uh, no cap number yeah two years it looks like eleven million dollars. But what's the guarantee? Guarantee. Right? He got four million roster bonus. So he oh four million roster bonus guaranteed salary is seven million dollars guaranteed over two years. Okay, so he got one year seven million dollar contract. No, he got no he got two years eleven million. No, one year seven million. One million. <laughs> One year, seven million. Omar, I keep trying to tell you, don't count nothing over the guarantee. That is a bonus. You can never count on that. It's not a crazy contract, so he does have a chance to. That's see the only that. reason yeah, is because it's low. Because he, he could probably yeah, bank he got all a chance. that. They they already they and got they got to pay him one point five million dollars, so they got to write him a one point five million dollar check to go away. Great backup though. So he, he possibly could get both of that, but yeah, what yeah, Miko is saying is what you should live by. Right. Yes, you're right. I mean, he's five point four million, five point five million in twenty twenty. That's that's not bad for a backup. And then one point five of it is guaranteed. Like you know, he he had cash in a check. Let's not pretend. Right. I'm not that's pretending. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Uh, speaking of check cashing, you got some more time, Omar. I got three other NFL topics we gonna cover. Go ahead. Do Russell Wilson got the bag. Bagman, Bagman uh, dropped um, off. Uh, he got a lot of big dick energy all over the internet. First of all, he signed. Because <laughs> this is Russell Wilson. This is one of the he lamest got cornrows niggas. now. He black, yes, so we can claim him, huh? He signed the contract, making him the, the, the throne leader. He's sitting on the throne of quarterbacks. Of yeah, ben, Big Ben coming for right, that. Whatever. At the moment, he's that nigga. Then he got getting cornrows by his girl all over the, all over the gram. Then the third here's thing. My que- here's my question to you: Before they made that video that they signed a deal, you think they had sex before that? She already that, said they think- did. Oh, she said it. Yes, she was on um the and uh Andy Cohen show. Yeah, the next oh, day. So she- Yes, so yeah, she that. gave him that congratulations pussy, and that was that. that no, was the they had already smashed, and then it got yeah. the call. 
So yeah. No. Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So they smashed and then got the deal done. Woke up to, to yes. Woke up. That was yeah. They probably had all types of uh, badussy <laughs> smelling. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a Badissi smelling video. Yes, it was amazing. I was so happy I, I for knew, both I, of them. That was that was a post sex glow look. Mm-hmm. I, I knew it. You could tell. It was beautiful. Yeah, so so then not only that, um the Seahawks trade uh DM Frank Clark and <clears throat> to that basically said we don't care about the defense anymore. We're going to mm-hmm. get weapons for Russell. Eh, it, it means everybody but Russell gotta be cheap. Well, the same thing, what I just said. <laughs> they have no but weapons on that offense for him. They got no, no line either. The, no, doesn't matter. Got... Doesn't matter. Everything is about the offense. I guess if you say and so. And he I, had a good I, offensive line since he's been there, to be honest. So it's not nah. like an offensive line is going to change. So they, they, tra- they trade him to go get some weapons. And then I read this. Now I asked if this was true, and I was told it is 100% true. Okay, I'm going to read this. It says, mm-hmm. due to the stress, future causes Sierra and future junior, Wilson said he just doesn't want his wife to deal with. Here's what Wilson had to say during an interview with paparazzi. It says, I don't like seeing my son and my wife stressing about such a minuscule amount of money. Sierra and her ex constantly argue because he's not consistent and can go months without even paying. I can provide for my family without his little coins. Oh my God. I'm sure he needs the money He's, more than we do. He's got he other that. kids in need. No need for him to overextend himself because we are set for generations over here. Well, well. <laughs> those are those are quotes. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, "Bitch, is this true?" And I was told, "Absolutely." Russell, a whole new nigga now. <laughs> Mm. He was one of the lamest niggas in the league, and now he's just like, "What's up? What's got up?" His check. He uh. got his bag. He actually gave them a deadline. Said, "Uh, tax day, nigga, give me my check by tax day, or I'm gonna play this year, and you'll never negotiate with us again." And he got the bag thrown at him. They panicked and threw the bag at him. And he's gonna uh, get another I... one, Omari. This is only a four year deal. He's gonna get another bag. Uh. I, I didn't think he would do it. Uh, props to him. But I'm, I am a little disappointed. I am a little disappointed in Russell Wilson Why? because he was the first player that I ever heard talk about getting a guaranteed contract. Now, obviously, uh, Kirk Cousins beat him to the punch. And I do believe it's 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 just has to become the culture of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And if quarterback after quarterback consistently get fully guaranteed contracts and stop playing with this fake money, it would create a new culture in the NFL. And the mm-hmm. NFL has to get the guaranteed contracts. Like, yeah. it makes no sense. They don't want to. They still control this league. The players will never do what it takes to get that done, which is lock out. There's too many greedy, selfish, it's not affecting my money, ass niggas that are in power. This majority yep. of them are white quarterbacks who don't care mm-hmm. about the rest of the league. So no one's going to lay on the sword, per se, so that the rest of the league can flourish. For every, well, not, Kirk Cousins laid on – here's my thing. Kirk Cousins laid on the sword. No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, he did. He no, got he a fully guaranteed contract. He didn't yes, lay on did. no sword. He played the the hand that was dealt to him. He didn't get injured, and that's no, how he – he asked. No, 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 no. He, he can asked, still get told he no. He, okay. Well, he said my next deal when he, when he became mm-hmm. a free agent – 
It's going to be a fully guaranteed contract. Yes. And everybody who wants my services is going to have to pay me a fully guaranteed contract. There's no laying on the sword. What, 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 what sword did he lay on, Omar? He didn't risk anything. Nothing. He risked his, he risked his health for two no, years on a franchise No, tag. that's not the same thing. I'm talking about when I say somebody laying on the sword, I'm saying not eating for the sake of other people. Okay. Yeah, who did he right, not eat right. for? No one. He was first. All he did was stay healthy. That's it. If you stay healthy and you play decent to above average, you could do exactly what he did. But a lot of people are really caught up in numbers. They want to see that $140 million knowing damn well yep. it's not guaranteed. Fake. He didn't give a fuck about that. He was like, nope, don't want to see none of the fake bullshit. This is what I want. You going to pay it or not? And then he played all the teams against each other. Genius. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, but more people got to do that. But they can't. Only quarterbacks are capable of doing that. And those are the people that need to stand up for the other guys that should be able to do it. But they won't because the quarterbacks that, know it. Do, they're not laying on the sword for the rest of the league. Fuck out of here. They're paid. They're going to get yeah. all the money. They get overpaid way more than any player in the whole league. You're correct. Yeah, no, no argument there. I, I just wish Russell, he was the first person that I've heard talk about a fully guaranteed contract. He didn't get one when he got his last deal. Then Andrew Luck didn't get one when he got his last deal. He probably figured out it don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Like he, yeah, he I mean, there was other places he was looking to go. Shit, he got and he was ready to move. Yeah. yeah, so it's like okay. Uh, what's what's his name? Cousins got eighty five guaranteed, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's probably gonna get eighty five out of this deal. He's probably gonna get more than that. But, but I'm yeah, saying he like gonna... he like it's almost like the same shit. Low key. Yeah. But no, you know, it, just add those extra stupid it's a better, numbers. It's a better, it's a better deal. But I, I just culturally, you need to get to the point where players are getting fully guaranteed. The, the players have to do that. They yeah, have to. Yeah. They have to lock out. They have to put their dick on the table. I've been saying it for years. It's and not same in the, way it's the, not NBA in the NBA did. language. Yes, yeah, it's same. not. It's not in the NBA the, language. What, you know they, what? I can't wait to see what the NFL does when the NBA stops testing for marijuana which is probably coming next year because the nba mm. players are deciding put their dick on the table say look here we tired of getting tests for weed it's good and they're gonna say okay and then what yeah that weed is but how do you how do you let an entire organization of professional athletes say the weed is actually helping them and while the NFL is saying, no, it's a drug, it's a gateway drug, it's stuff. like it doesn't, you look goofy, you look foolish. No, you do. Yeah, especially when it's becoming legal and it's everywhere. Big, it's, it's a billion dollar business everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. That's the only, literally, the only negotiating ploy that, that, the, that the, I think the, uh, the owners will actually get players. They'll be like, ah, right, y'all can smoke weed, but y'all gotta. Yeah, yeah, no, y'all, they're gonna let them smoke weed. They got yeah, to. They're gonna test y'all on game day play to but make sure you you present your you ain't too high before the game. Right. <laughs> niggas gonna in, fail. Boys. Niggas gonna fail. Uh, moving on. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. went OD on Twitter with a 47 tweet response after the Giants GM uh, Dave Gettleman implied that he was the locker room cancer. Uh, he wasn't wow. he wasn't talking about anybody but Odell. Like, let me read to you what he said, and you let me know 
Because I never, I didn't hear this. I didn't hear this. Oh, you didn't um, hear about this. Mm-mm. Okay, so I'm, the, I'm I'm in the Odell Beckham dark. Okay, so it says, um, this is this is a quote from Dave Gettleman, the uh, GM, and it says, "Football is an ultimate team game. There's more to it than just collecting talent. There's a cultural thing to it that's critical. I have not been on a team that's gone to a Super Bowl that's had a cultural problem." And the reporter said, "Did you have one with the Giants?" And he said. Not anymore. <laughs> well, mm, he could be talking about Landon Collins too, but yes, I yes, we know. So he didn't say anybody's name, but Odell went on a forty-seven tweet rant, flaming, mm-hmm. going crazy. And what I want to ask you guys is: Do you think that he overreacted, or does he have a right to say how he feels if somebody's implying that he was a locker room cancer? Um, I think he. I think you always have a right. They got a right to say what they want to say. You got a right to say what you want to say. Odell got banished. I mean, I'm sure he's happy considering you know him and him and Jarvis are reunited and they got a young, talented quarterback throwing them the ball. Um, you know, question is how much of a difference will they make for Cleveland? But I think Cleveland is probably the team that everybody's the most excited to see next season. Odell, you you got your money. You can find when you get your money, you can do what you want. That, mm-hmm. That's my that's my perspective. But the problem was Odell and them. Don't, nobody believe in Eli, right? Like it, one of the it, one it, of the most important tweets that he wrote was, "They're calling me a cancer because I was not okay with uh, being a loser, and they were cool with us losing games." And he was like, "I wasn't okay with that." So okay, cool. Yeah, I was a cancer then because I had a problem with us being okay that we lose. Like basically, he was trying to say they were trying to tank, and yeah. he mm-hmm. wasn't cool with it. Right? Yeah, they. They certainly look like they're trying to do the Dolphins' plan right now, tank yeah. the two. Yeah. Based on what they've done this offseason. No, OV OV got banished too. He mm-hmm. he got sent to Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland over there just collecting talent. You want to give it away, we'll take it. They right. took Jarvis. They took, you know, it's funny. I, I like the people who run that organization, and I think they're good talent evaluators. And, man, they do have a squad. And the question is, ho- hopefully they can win because they, they, I don't know about their coach. And I, I, I hate these offensive gurus that are supposed to make, you know, these quarterbacks look great. Well, I'm sorry, but that doesn't mean you could coach a whole team. Well, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. But I think Odell was cool with what he was saying. You know, mm-hmm. he, he – he felt like it was attacking. Do I think he needed to go on a 47-tweet rant? Mm-hmm. Nah. Did he need to go full Miko? He ain't had to go to... like that. But he could have said his piece and said what he wanted to. I mean, it's, it's he got He did. It he took him 47 his... tweets. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's, it... cool. it's cool. It's just I feel like, in, in my opinion, he just went way too far. But is that involved 47 tweets? That just seems crazy. That's because you don't really tweet either. And technically, it sounds a lot, but some of the tweets could just be a smiley face, like an oh, emoji. I, I don't know how you all see what the I tweets. Mean? I just but yeah. hear 47 But that's because tweets. people, there's there's like a control the narrative type of thing going okay. on. They want to attack him. And, and what I, what I, I, there's two sides to this. I understand your side of it and you saying it went too far. Because for me, it is about what Omar said even. You got the bag. Who gives a fuck? Right. He didn't even say your name. If it was me, I would have did a dance video to the Beyonce say my name and posted it on <laughs> right. Instagram. I was, I was going to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, it don't nigga, matter. say my name or shut up, nigga, because I got a bag. You know Y'all what I'm saying? He should have danced in all kind of money, you yeah. know, to Beyonce say my name. Right. And, and entertain us because, like, Odell is entertaining on social media. 
Yeah. And when he, when these type of things happen, this is how you can tell that he's hurt. And that's why I said he has a right to do this because he already had all this drama, all this stuff behind him that his team allowed. They wanted him to be the face of the NFL, good or bad. Mm-hmm. They loved it. They profited off of it. Everybody did. You know, and so he's the face of not only a, a team in New York, but the face of the whole league, mm-hmm. you know. And so when you have all this drama around you and your team says, you're our guy, yeah, you're, you're not going nowhere. And they say it in public to the media and then they also back it up with a bag. Yeah. It makes you think you're safe, right. you know. And so then all this trade happens out of nowhere and you're offended. But he, tuck, he tucked it in on the trade. He did a good job to me when he got traded because I thought he was going to lose his mind. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. And then for you to be gone and minding your business and he's taking a, mm. a, 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 a sabbatical from social media and Instagram. Girl. And then for the GM to come in and slap you in your face with his dick. Oh <laughs> you know, after they already didn't re- kick you I'm to the curb. I'm reading these tweets right yes. now. He like, he's like, I'm shooting back at all y'all yeah, haters out there. he's offended. And I, I want to respond. He said, today is the day, my friend, all caps. Listen, yes. PSA. Yeah, that's what I he, said. Okay. They they were disrespectful he to that has, man. He definitely has the right to respond and say what he wants. He was like, I, was I never saying. understood the truth shall set you free. Wow, I finally get it. Now I'm free. <laughs> I don't want- <laughs> but, like, but when it goes that far, it just seems like so much. Like- but he's entertaining, Brent. You the, the, this is what I loved. I told you that social media is a gift and a curse. The curse yes. is that everybody has a fucking talk. voice. But and, you and have your own news channel. This is it's your a, own news 40, channel. Miko, it's a 47 tweet, yes. But not not all of them are direct tweets. A lot of them are he's responding yes. to. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, you okay, I mean, they okay, trying okay. to over... That's what so I was trying to tell you. Questions. Yes. They flooding him they with their negative shit. Yeah. Giants is great. They, they just trying but, to make him know, sound crazy. Yeah, he probably just, you know, he said his piece and then people was talking shit to him and he he had time for him that day. Yeah, he he gave, I love it. (laughs) I think it's entertainment. I I think that they're, the only way that this could have been better is if he would have like ignored it and did like a video or made fun of them. Like Mm -hmm. he should have made fun of them. He should have clowned in some kind of Odell-ish way. Yeah, You know, and that's, but this is why I know that it really hurt him. No, I was gonna <laughs> say his feelings are really he, hurt. He's using gifs and everything. Yeah, like his, his, his feelings, his feelings are, are really hurt. Yeah, because he probably was like, "Nigga, fuck y'all!" Like y'all, I didn't even say nothing when y'all traded me. I was quiet, but now I'm pissed because now you probably like, I should have said what the fuck I wanted to say <laughs> mm-hmm. when these motherfuckers traded me. But exactly. he didn't. He was he was being a stand up good guy and trying to show for Cleveland what you know what what they were gonna get from him and and tucked everything in and now here you come. Gettleman talking shit indirectly. Yeah, it's rude. <laughs> it's offensive. <laughs> he's he's funny though. I didn't. Yes, know. I'm telling you, I'm he's entertaining. Funny, yeah. he's very entertaining. Even he, when he's mad, he he's really me. good at social media. And and I'm telling you, he should have made the dance video. It would have been lit. Yeah. Yeah, say my name. Was... Say my name when no one is around you. <laughs> um, you know the the Dallas Cowboys running back. Some people are responding. People are shooting back at social media. Something came out earlier this week because he was wearing. He was at a game and and he looked a little bit heavy. He's not heavier. He weighed. Yeah. He weighed himself today. He was two pounds. Yeah, heavier. exactly. And he he shot back on social media. It's funny. It's just funny how this world works, right? Yeah, now. and that's what I'm saying. That's the the curse of social media is because a whole bunch of meaningless motherfuckers get to have a voice. 
they get to have what? a say. And you, it just, you're right. And it just and like they builds direct, up. They have a direct access yeah, to Yeah. You. you know, and it's just like, I feel like there's something needs to be done. I was saying this about Instagram. I said people with private pages should not be able to comment. You shouldn't. Mm. You shouldn't be able to comment. You can watch, you can like and everything, but if your page is you private. So you should only be able to comment to people that. Or have an open page. Yeah. 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 Because everybody's always. I see what you're saying. They're always these private pages that Mm -hmm. say all this disrespectful stuff. And and, and what I've noticed is you see them all over the place. Just hating on everybody. Just being angry, miserable. No. Mm -hmm. Keep your. And then their page is private so you can't see who they really are or what, you know, what they look like or anything. Mm -hmm. They got a dog avatar. Yeah. You know, and I feel like if you're private, you you don't get to have an opinion. mm -hmm. No one cares. My rule, my rule with dog avatars are dog, people with dog avatars are people who clearly have a dog, but that dog is the only person in the world who loves that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) They got no girl, no man. They come home to that dog. And that dog loves them and licks their face. And they, they are in a relationship with that dog. Because for you to put up a dog picture over your picture, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. the dog is the only person that loves you. Your mama don't even love you. <laughs> Damn. Your mom don't even love you? Oh, my God. Yo. Because the, the nastiest people in the world got dog avatars. They do. I do. They're some type of animal or like some type of Super Saiyan cartoon, some goofy shit. They be the whole, yeah. the most horrible but, people on social media. But Some you know people what? are Twitter, really just on social media to say to random vent. shit and to it troll, don't even yeah. really mean it. It's just to talk shit. That's just a lane of social media. So miserable. It's but you know, Twitter do. has gotten Twitter's gotten a lot nicer, a lot safer. Like you know, I, I don't even. I used to be blocking like twenty people a week. I don't yeah. block that many people no more. Yeah. Like I, you just it's, it's, it's getting better. Yeah, oh, it's getting better. It's it's tame now. And, oh, and they good. got like these filters that that prevent negative stuff. Mm-hmm. From oh yeah, I saw you. that. So, I have a Twitter. So you gotta right like now, click a button to see see all the negative haters. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's it's a nice, polite, just place just to be respectable now. place. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I, I'm you know I'm I'm uh, blocked on Twitter, but you know I got another Twitter. Come on now, you know I got a Twitter. The, the, just, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it ain't even necessary. Just let I, that I'm, shit I'm anonymous out in this bitch. Um, next subject, though. McNabb said if Carson Wentz can't make make it to the NFC Championship in the next two years, the mm. Eagles should cut him. Agree mm. or disagree, Brent Grimes? I disagree. God damn. Man. He can't make the NFC Championship game in two years. They got to cut him? Yeah. That's, that's a, little, a little extreme. Is he hating? It sounds, oh, yeah, he it sounds like a little bit of hate. Why I mean, he, why is he doing that's this? A, that's a lot of hate. I mean, it, 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 it can be one of like a couple things. Like he don't want any because McNabb is a you know he's one of the best Eagles quarterbacks. You know, maybe he mm-hmm. don't want nobody to you know surpass him or something. Or he could just feel that way and he's giving his honest opinion. But that doesn't. I've never seen a quarterback that got drafted in the first round had an MVP caliber season. Took the you know got hurt whatever they did whatever. Mm-hmm. And then in two years they just cut them because they don't make the championship. Well, first game. of all, let's just let's just keep it one thousand, okay? So here's I'm just gonna run off some names, okay? Tannehill, Mariota, Dalton, Prescott, Stafford, Luck, Bortles, Alex Smith, Rivers, Carr, Winston. Okay. What if those people don't get get their division championship? Do they? <laughs> Like, come on. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> so nigga. extreme. These niggas at Flourish have been eating in the league. And I mean, Winston is obviously Mariota the newest. 
But th- what is he talking about? That's what it's, I'm this saying. quarterbacks that He's never win hater. the NFC Championship, That's and they ridiculous. fucking are the face of their franchise for a decade. You talking about you got to <laughs> cut them in two years? Yeah, bro, like what? It was it was just the haterade speaking, and I'm I'm trying to be respectful because he 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 with my old bitch. Um, so I'm <laughs> um, I'm just trying to like be just he he a hater though. That's that's what crazy. Is, what would prompt him to even say that? Trying to do like get some. Is he trying to say now that they? I, I part of me was like, you know what? Maybe he's saying now that they see what it looks like to win a Super Bowl. That's the goal. That's the that's like the the. I think I know. That's the the the. Yeah, the I goal. see. That's Eagles or Super Bowl or bust, which yes. I don't think is the truth. I mean, but I but also he, feel he like, act like it's only a quarterback that can lead you to the Super Bowl. What's oh, supposed to have injuries? True. I feel like he, he is saying, yeah, I think it is a quarterback. <laughs> but I, I think he's saying that now that the Eagles have seen two times Nick Foles take this team you know, once to the, the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, the second almost, you know, very close to going to the NFC Championship game again. He's saying, like, he ain't he, worth it. He ain't really, he ain't really it. So they, what? It's a lot of niggas that aren't it all over the you're league. You're absolutely right. I'm just saying that's what. McNabb is trying to say, like that's the only thing I can get. From I wonder him. how he would Don't feel if somebody wrong. said that he like should be this cut. This is hate. Yeah, 100%. I mean he had to deal with he had to deal with hate when he was a quarterback. And so yet he just, and he's still, just trying to spread the hate. And yet yeah. and still, he was still on the team. At yeah, time after hate. time, he played like shit in some big moments. He in had some two great. Years? Yeah, what if they would have said that about him? I bet he would have been like, "What the fuck?" Because they had. I, he was uh, on the Eagles when. I was growing up, I had a lot of diehard Eagles fans, and it was a ton of heartbreaking Eagles losses. And they could have said, we're going to cut McNabb next year if he don't, right. don't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Idiot. Like, that's NFC crazy. NFC Championship. Like, what? That's crazy. He was just yeah. talking on his booty. <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause, Omar. Matter of fact, we're going to take a pause. Omar, I appreciate you coming on. We're going to watch the um, – the Oklahoma versus Portland Trailblazers uh, game five right now. So we're taking an intermission, but um, we're done with the football talk. But I appreciate you coming on as always. And since we in town, like you need to pull up on the studio one time. Pull up. Okay. Let's get it on I, camera. Let's get some footage up. Okay. No problem. You know, you know, you know, I'm down. You are down for sure. All yes, right. So well, I'll I'm holler at always. you later. All right. I'll let you. All right. Peace. Possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy, Alabama, Mama, Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas mama. I like my baby, yeah, with baby, yeah, and afros. I like my Negro nose with Jackson by nostril. Earned all his money, but they never take the country out me. I got hot sauce in my face. And we're back. 
I got hot sauce in my bag. What I used to carry in my bag? I used to carry hot sauce. You I did carry hot sauce. You carry that Thai sauce. sauce. Thai I don't know how you say that right. I'm ghetto. <laughs> Hey, you know what you like. Shout out Beyonce for this album once again. Um, I was gonna play a Damon Lillard song, and I went on iTunes, <laughs> and I didn't feel like they were appropriate. I just—that's <laughs> a nice way of saying it. Yeah, I didn't like what I heard. The second one wasn't trash. It just sounded like a Nicki Minaj version, like when she's doing Roman or another character yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like really a whole nother voice. So I couldn't do it, but shit. Dame Lillard just hit a crazy 37-foot shot <laughs> Bruh. to send OKC fishing. The disrespect in the, that shot. Yeah, like, but you know, I, I was like, you know, it's not that disrespectful. The game was tied. So it's like if you miss, you go into overtime, and they had the momentum. Still, the but fact- still. He Paul, shot it that far away. <laughs> you know what I wanted to say? And I said it on my Instagram. But I was like, he should have said, ball game. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> it was so on Paul George. Rude, but it's crazy. He hit a shot. That same, pretty much same spot, same shot but, earlier but in the if game. You, yeah, I'm saying if you think about it, like if you really like, this is this was been my gripe with Paul George, and you can be a witness to this. I said he hasn't been playing any defense. I mean, me. Brent. That's deep. Like, no, you going home, you facing elimination. This nigga got 47. He's not getting the shot off. Not without me being everywhere. Like, no, he got to pass it. They so you going to let him blow by you? And they no, tied? they should have doubled him and make, got the ball out of his hands. I, I was saying that. I, I felt like when they saw what type of night he was about to have, yeah. they should have just, mm-hmm. like, for, they should have did the Cavs versus the Warriors. Uh, well, they do the Steph. Just, as soon as he get the ball, just make him Hawk get rid him. of it. And then you everybody gotta else got to do something. And uh, McCollum hit some shots down the, the stretch. But he but was he trash was today. He was off He today. was not trash. He was just off. And he, this was crazy, too, because the way they've been stomping these niggas out is because both of them were balling right. at the same time, and that rarely happens. Right. It's usually one or the other, and that's why they've struggled the last two seasons. They, they've been swept the last two playoffs. In the, right, right, right. So it's like they never were on the same page. And then not only were they not on the same page, they weren't getting um, help like they are now. Aminu, Harkless, yeah. Curry. Like, I love to see them getting the ball because this round, even though Oklahoma was, you know, it was a, a challenge, even though it was a, a, a 4-1 uh, series this is not it the next round is where you really are going to need your bench and your guys that aren't right. your main guys because you know we've seen Lillard and McCollum come up short before right. guards have off nights all the time yeah they're guards and yeah. They, they make their killing off of tough shots yeah and you're gonna have off nights you know what I'm saying so I mean that's why I feel like what happened to them the past two postseasons happened like they're built on making tough shots. Yeah, and they weren't making the shots, but they also weren't passing it to the guys yeah. that could help them. In this first round, they got a lot of their players involved, yeah. which is going to help them in the next round because that's like confidence. You know, when I've, I've always been the star on like every team I've played on. Yeah. So I don't know what it's like to be like uh, just a guy, like, you know what I mean? And so, but I know how important they are. Because I've been on teams where I know I'm the star player. I'm the person that everybody's expecting to do a lot. But those people that are that hit those big shots, that, that are show up for those big plays, 
so important because you don't even have the whole game to be warmed up and loosened up and, you know, in your rhythm and everything. You really got to, like, be called upon at yeah. random moments, and they showed up. I feel like, and this is just my way I think about it, stuff like that, but that's the star's job. Like, obviously, they can't get as much shots, but just to get them in the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Just have them, even if they ain't ending a possession in a shot or doing anything, just let them touch the ball a couple times, make yeah. a dribble, a pass, feel like they're in the flow of the offense. And, and you're can, making the defense move yeah, and, and, and work. Yeah, you can't, like, guys that get to stand around the whole game have fresh legs in the fourth quarter. Right. Like, I'm running you everywhere. That's why Steph is such a hard uh, guard, too, because he never stops moving on offense. Right. He never stops. He's always running off picks and screens and curling and flat, and he's yeah. doing too much. Doing and he's going to make you work. And that's, that's a big part of a series, you know, and that's coaching, too, to me. Yeah. But but I mean I just feel like either way the better team won today. We yeah, we all kind of knew. Were yeah, Portland was gonna do what they were gonna do. I feel I feel so like first first of all, fuck AJ. Wow. AJ was supposed to come on the podcast today because wow. I really needed somebody to defend Westbrook because now I don't even feel comfortable flaming him. Like I was gonna barbecue this nigga. Why don't you feel comfortable Because no one's defending him. Like, are you gonna defend him? No. No. See what I'm saying? So now it's gonna look like I mean he did what Westbrook does. It's like he was it, awful tonight too, Brent. But like in playoff <clears throat> basketball, like that's his style. Had, it's strong. <clears throat> it's proven. He had twenty nine points, I believe, eleven and fourteen, um, which you know on paper looks great. But there was a stat they showed at halftime that said he's averaging thirty nine field goal attempts in per life. game yeah. in a in a closeout game. Yeah, I saw that's that. crazy. I mean, but that, that's what they—that's what people saying they love. That's how he's getting all his numbers, and that's cool in the regular season. It's cool. You could get yeah. your numbers. You could pile on stats from teams that's half-ass playing defense. You yeah. ain't playing the same team mm-hmm. five to seven times, like right? Because so, they swept them. Yeah. So it's it's like it's different. And mm-hmm. when you get to the playoffs and you play that style, yeah, you might end up with some points. You might end up with your triple-double, but it's not going to lead to wins. And that's what's happening to them. Westbrook had, I don't know, what he had, like 28, 20, what you 29. say? 29. 29 points. Mm-hmm. He took 31 shots. Yeah. What I was he confused. was under his average for a closeout right. game. Right. He, he, he passed the ball <laughs> a little bit. That's because early on he wasn't really shooting. And I feel but, like that's because is, he knows. This is, this is what I was going to say before you cut before you start. I was going to say I feel sorry for him because the media has been flamed, broiling this boy like yeah. for an entire day. I, we I said this a while. He's not gonna win, and then people gonna turn on him. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I, I called this a while ago when they were bigging him up for getting triple, triple doubles, doubles and yeah. stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, they gonna let this triple double stuff ride, and then he gonna keep losing in the playoffs because this style ain't gonna win, and they gonna turn on him, and they about to turn on him, and that's what's it. And he had 31 shots, but look, he had 31 shots. He's a he's a star player on the team, but your other star is having a having a night. Mm. A night, and you see the last two minutes that he didn't give him the ball. Yeah, he was four. He missed six shots all night. He yeah. shot fourteen for twenty. Wow, it should, he should have had too had many the, possessions down the stretch where he didn't touch the ball. He should have had the thirty-one shots. Yes. And you should get in where you fit in because you're not yeah. feeling it. Yeah, unless you go on attacking the rim, getting free throws. Mm-hmm. This was a crazy game. Um, it's a great game though. Great watch. Yeah, this was probably one of the most exciting games I've watched in a long time. Like since the the Cavs, uh, that was a great Warriors game, game yeah, when, when we hit the, the when LeBron blocked the shot and 
that was that, that game, was a great game yes I was mean, like because of the scale that was a yes, better game but this yeah, was a great game. this was like incredible because you saw so many ebbs and flows like the uh thunder went up like 13 points in the fourth quarter yeah it looked it was fit they was you up know, 15 they was, they, uh, portland was up in the third German black dude hit a three, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, this might be over. Yeah, I, I, I called the broom in the third quarter on my Instagram because it just looked like Oklahoma just really didn't want to battle. And so, but then they came out, it was like the last few minutes of the third quarter, they came out the, the timeout with a chip on their shoulder and, and dropped the lead, I mean, dropped the deficit, and then was up. And I was just like, damn, like just that fast. But it seemed like what happened was Portland thought the game was over. They thought, thought they were the conceding. Yeah. They thought like, okay, they bowed down. Like we're gonna just coast the rest of this out. But Oklahoma didn't give up, and they had to come get it from them, and they did. Yeah, like McCollum, not a great game, but when it mattered, he hit some big, big shots, shots, like big huge shots. shots. Huge shots. Uh, I thought Curry, uh, Seth, S E F F, two Fs, was crucial, even though he wasn't making a lot of shots. He just the, a couple big threes. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, but he was going the whole. He was making their defense work. Like he yeah. was, he just kept on moving, and that causes fatigue. Like I don't even think people understand how important stuff like that is. Little stuff like that yeah. when you're trying to close out a series is like big. Yeah. And Aminu obviously is coming up big everywhere. I feel so sorry for him trying to guard Paul George. Oh my God, it was so bad. But you know he did his part. He did what he needed to do on the other side of the ball. Um, even uh, Cantor has some meaningless, you know, trash buckets. Get them offense. Yeah. He get ran. Like I was like, yes. why do people like him? I'm like, he be just getting offensive He's rebound so putbacks. Bad to me, but you know what he does. He could get like six points yes. off a of random and offensive great rebound. Great timing of and the points like, oh, too. That shit was annoying. Like that's why he people like him. Yeah, man, it was it was a it was a great game to watch. But um, I wanted to talk about Westbrook. Like like first of all. <clears throat> There was a time when him, James Harden, and Kevin Durant were on the same roster. Yeah. And decisions had to be made on who would stay. Mm-hmm. And the organization obviously chose Westbrook. Even though Durant left, it appeared still that Westbrook was their guy. Mm-hmm. You know? And and to now see all of this turnover, Durant has gone and and even though his team is lit and set and his his life is pretty easy, he's still barbecuing everybody. Yeah. He's still doing what he does. James Harden won the MVP last year, best record in the NBA, balling. Right. So now Oklahoma finds themselves attached to Westbrook, and next year he makes thirty eight point five million. Sheesh. Two thousand twenty, he makes forty one point four million. 21, he makes 45.2 million. And 22, he makes 47.1 million. He's so paid. God. What the fuck are they going to do with him? They're going to pay him those millions of dollars. But it's like you're stuck with him now. They're definitely stuck. It's crazy that they had those three dudes on the team and they Mm -hmm. essentially got stuck with. I mean, all of them are good players, obviously, but they got stuck with the The worst. The shitty end of the stick. The worst one, for real, for real. Like, you know, you could, you could say people might like Westbrook over Harden, but no, why would they like that? I don't know. But that doesn't even look right. And even though James Harden takes a lot of shots, he actually is a better facilitator than Westbrook to me. 
yeah, he, he actually is. passes when people are open, like on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I also feel like this only thing I can defend for Westbrook is like their team set up in. I don't know. Maybe he not getting the ball where they need to shoot, but like it don't seem like they. That's always the excuse, though. Like that is yeah, always I, I the feel, excuse. Yeah. And the problem is, the problem is, we haven't seen that. I know. That's so, why I'm like, I don't know if it's because they can't do it or they're really not getting a chance to do it. I just feel like everybody's in the NBA. No, everybody's not great, but they have a roster. Obviously, they were the sixth seed. Yeah. That's a good seed. Mm-hmm. You were the three seed at some point in the se- in the uh, the season, mm-hmm. and I think the reason that they were the three seed was because he was having all the stats and things were looking great. And you can have a lot of runs like that because there's 82 games. People aren't getting up for every game, but they're getting up for meaningless games all season, collecting stats. And then when it really truly matters, they just don't play good basketball. Right, and no, their they leader. Don't is the reason. Yeah. You can I, you can't blame anybody else. I mean, yeah, I was just trying to I was really just trying to save him. But Paul I, George not, had a great year. He had a great season and to when he when that shot went in and Dame Lillard waved by to him. Sick he went straight to the locker room. He looked disgusted. Cuz he got to know like it's not getting any better. But why did he he you th- you trying to tell me he's dumb? He didn't know what he was getting into. He didn't see. Maybe this? the only thing I could think of is just like him and Westbrook cool, and he like, yo, I really like playing with Westbrook because they do. You can tell they like playing with each other. They pass. They do pass to each other. They do, but it doesn't matter. There's three other people out yeah, here. Yeah, it's whack. Like that's why it can work semi in the regular season. Yeah, and it was tripping me out. People were saying like the the Thunder about to be a, a threat, and I'm like, yeah, because they were a three seed at the I'm time. Like, no, they're not. And they had a they had a series. They had a, a run in their schedule where they dogged a bunch of people out, hopped up early. Everybody, you know, never believed. Got it. hype, and I was just like, wait, who? And I've always been called a Westbrook hater, which is crazy to me because I do think he's talented. I think he's amazing. But what I also know is the NBA is ridding themselves of players like him. Flat out. Yeah, it's just not. You're about to be extinct. You're like the center in the NBA. If you're a point guard and you can't hit an open shot, you are in trouble. It's crazy, though. There's too many points being, being put up. It got worse. Yes. He went from sugar to shit, like, quickly in three he, years. He used to have, like, a, a nice pull-up, like, consistent. Yeah, it is gone now. He, this year, he shot the shot 38% from, from the floor. Uh, Overall? Yes, 30% Man. from three-point land. He just had a bad year. Averaging five turnovers a game, 5.3, and his plus or minus was negative 60 this season. He was negative 60? Yeah. Damn. So yeah. he had an off year. Yeah. So he going to be in the gym like next week. This is actually technically the last three postseasons. The postseason is always going to be tough for him. Yeah. It, you can't. It's, it's Volume just, shooter that can't shoot. It's, it's just going to be tough for him in this style. Like where it's just going to be tough. And that's why I'm saying unless he he changes his style somehow, some way. They're always going to lose. He's going to have to. He's going to not. He's he can't take so many shots. He he can't. You can't going downhill on people getting layups and 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 floaters and all that. Yeah, 
But something happened to your jump shot, beloved, and we ain't seen it in a long time. People got all these jokes about Ben Simmons. At least he don't shoot them shits. You said <laughs> you be saying that Ben Simmons should shoot him though. Yeah, I mean you have to. How are you gonna get better? Yeah. How? You know, you can you can work out in the gym and work on your jumper alone. And then you also have to have a game time jumper. You mm-hmm. have to feel that pressure. Defense, people moving around you, the crowd. That changes I, everything when you're a pure shooter. I feel like if he ain't got it but now. I know. Because he done played with the pressure. It, mm-hmm. it ain't like. I never want to hold out because I, I, I know that shooting is a thing. Like you, it, you can grow. You can develop yeah, you can. a jump shot. But it seems And like- that's the best thing you can do for your career either way is on your way out to make sure you can shoot because you always have that. But is it, is it not like Westbrook? Like he never was, obviously never was a, a great just not good right. shooter. Mm-hmm. But this was all the Westbrook games I watched, all the seasons I watched, this was like his worst shooting year. And I, it's like, and it's been getting worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. So it's like, does, now it's just going to spike back up. That's the only hope. Mm. It's just not like Simmons, who's never been able to shoot. And like, he really dedicated himself and come back with a little mid-range jumper or something, you know? Yeah. It's just different. And then he's also shooting 65% from the free throw line. Yeah, he just was off. <laughs> it just had a bad year. That's what I'm going to chalk it. Maybe he just had a no, bad. No, bad three years since Durant <laughs> left. That's what you're saying? I'm talking about just the shooting. No, I'm saying it's progressively gotten worse, and it seems personal. Like, to me, I don't think the beef is squashed. I think it's just paused. Mm-hmm. Because you can still tell when they play against each other that, that he still got beef with Cupcake, and he's always just – I feel like a lot of what he does is to try to outdo him. Like, he want to win because of him so much more than anything else. It just seemed like, to me, and watching Westbrook, his style is like too – it's tense. It's yeah. like angry. Like it's, it's Odell. It yeah. It's hard <laughs> to play like that. Like it's cool. Like in spurts. I think that's how he plays, though. But it's, I really believe that that's what like how he gets up. Like I love the intensity. I gotta say, I love it. I love the out of controlness. It's something pure about it, you know. But you have to to be. You get forty million. Damn near forty million. You averaging forty million dollars in the next four years, and you don't, you can't shoot a jump shot, my nigga. Like I don't care how much downhill you got to the basket, niggas will stop you from doing that, and you're gonna have to have something to back it. That's back what it up I'm with. saying. That shooting, that's the opposite of being tense and yeah. angry. Something you gotta have a, a high side. You can't, you can't just be one dimensional. The NBA is not allowing for that. The only one dimensional thing you could do is be a shooter. Is a shooter. That's it. Is that and you can that, keep getting yes. a check if you can just shoot? Yes, you see yeah. what I mean. But who cares that you can go do a layup? Guess what? They're gonna sit somebody down there and stop you from doing that. You All gotta right. be able to shoot under pressure, yeah, with somebody in your face, yeah. Like you, you have to at some point. Um, let's move on. I don't want to dog the LA nigga too much because that's the homie. But this is my job. Okay, mm-hmm. I have to speak the truth. Uh. But um, shout out to Westbrook for an amazing season. I, the best part of it, obviously, was the the twenty twin twin for the homie Nipsey, which was w- w- forever. I will forever be grateful for that moment. But the rest um, of it, you know, 
Yeah. Better Westbrook, luck next year, my Westbrook's nigga. Westbrook's still a baller. He just got to make some adjustments if he want to win yes. in the playoffs. And in order for Portland to win in the next round, which they can, in my opinion, yeah, they we can. don't know who's going to win that series. Uh, San Antonio or Denver is just a seesaw right now. A little tricky. And Denver smacked them. Yeah, yeah, but it's still. You I'm, just, thinking, I'm thinking Denver will win. They should win, right? It but it's just it, nothing safe. It doesn't I don't feel safe even nah, comfortable you, saying the, that. That's the most seesaw series out of just about all of them. And you know what pisses me off the most? Well, it doesn't piss me off, but they're gonna drag the shit out, and all the shit's gonna be lopsided. So we're gonna have moments where nobody's playing, waiting on these niggas to finish the series. Like I like right now, there's games every single night. Yeah, shit, about to. Yeah. And now they're gonna start slowing everybody down because over in the East, everybody's ready to go. We got the final four in the East. We've got Milwaukee and a rematch with Boston Celtics. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics beat them last year without Kyrie. Yeah, this is What be happens good. this year? Man. <laughs> I'm taking the Celtics, bro. Oh, my God. I'm taking the Celtics. Why? You got to say why, please. I just like the Celtics for some reason, right? And, I, and Kyrie is just a bucket. And I, that's why. Yeah. Now, I, I have gained... Early, earlier in the podcast, not this podcast, but podcast earlier, I've said I didn't really uh, fuck with a Greek freak like that. But I've been watching. I think it's nice. He's bro. smart. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's, he's smart. Good. He he's, knows what he can't do. He's he's he's, he's sneaky. You know, he does mm-hmm. cool shit. So I gained a lot more respect for him. So I get him more respect than them old hawks that I always compare him to. <laughs> Thank you. I do. Thank you. But I'm, I'm going to take the Celtics. I just got to take them. And see, the reason I can't take the and Celtics. And that's my sleeper. Like, the Bucks should beat them, but I'm taking the Celtics. I can't take the Celtics because although the Celtics have Kyrie, who is one of the greatest playoff players we've ever seen, mm-hmm. especially in big moments, his team still don't respect him. He has been finishing these games, doing what the hell he's supposed to do, and I still feel like there's still a moment where they might say, we can all hit that shot. (laughs) That's all it's going to take for this shit to go downhill. Unlike Milwaukee, they know who's buttering their bread down there. There's a lot of great players around him, but trust and believe, everybody knows who the man is, and everybody knows to get him the ball. Because they know if he gets the ball, everybody eats. Boom. Kyrie's like, the same way. They spread it. They spread and they shoot threes and they got a fucking monster that can drive and dunk anytime. And bring the ball like, right down the court yeah. and, and mix you. And he's going to do an going to get an M one yeah, if you don't just, just fucking bulldoze him. Yeah. So, but, but that's the difference to me. And also coaching. Yeah. I think that um, the, the, what's the Celtics coach name? Uh, Brad Stevens. Stevens has lost. He done lost me. I, I used to think he was a good coach, and I still think he's a still a good X and O's kind of coach. But I, I, he's NBA, I don't know. Because you got to control the locker room. Everybody should be on the same page by now. We're in the playoffs. They're coming off a sweep, though. Nico. Okay, and a sweep <laughs> that was a little tricky. Couple of games. You down 12 and all this stuff to Indiana without their star? That's true. It, that's because everybody wanted to be the man when they should have let Kyrie be the man the whole time and everybody eat off of him. He's not selfish. Kyrie will pass the ball. Mm, yes, yeah, he will. Yeah, he See, will. You <laughs> <laughs> See, you hate. <laughs> Kyrie will absolutely pass the ball, Brent. 
He really does. And I feel like once he feels like everybody knows this is my team and I'm the go-to guy, I think it will mentally flow better for him. Everything will be so much easier. Right. And I think that the the coach has to basically say that. And it seems like they just don't know. It's just too many chefs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really – only other person I see that's really having that is Tatum. Yeah, but so so does Scary Terry every now and then think he he's supposed to have the fluorescent green light. No, my nigga, facilitate <laughs> and eat off of that when you play. Like, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And I just think that might be the fall of the Celtics, them not knowing Kyrie is the guy. I think the fall of the Celtics, if they lose this series, is being they do not have the Greek freak. That would be the fall of the Celtics. <laughs> that's, that's their fall. Well, I, I got I'm Boston. I'm with them, though. I got Boston in this. I'm not not Boston. I got Milwaukee in this series. And um, if if we're not careful, it could be disrespectful. Like a sweep, you talking not about? Not a sweep, but I'm just saying like some ass whoopings can occur. Because in this last series, what I did notice with Boston is they weren't scoring a lot of points all the time. The Pacers are a really good defensive team. Oh, right? see? So are the Bucks. They are. So the, the, the Bucks are going to score a lot of points. The, and you got to keep Bucks up. The Bucks are really good. You got to keep up. And so you can't have those nights where somebody's off and and, no, and nobody else shows up. Or if Kyrie's really like, let me take over, let me do me, and everybody's trying to get the ball. Like, you got to – now's the time to, 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 to bow down to your leader the, the and Bucks, get th- get to the, to the Eastern Conference Finals again. You know who really sets the Bucks off? What? Lopez hitting threes. My God. Yeah. It really, that's what I'm really Don't just Don't remind thinking. me. <laughs> I'm still salty. I'm thinking about him hitting threes because that opened up everything. You don't yeah. have a big down there. You got to pull your big out, and then that's how G- Giannis just dominates you. Runs roughshod through the lane. So uh, Toronto uh, finished up, mopped up the floor with uh, Orlando, and um, the Sixers did the same with Brooklyn. Yeah. Now we have um, – Toronto is actually, you know, I already picked Toronto to win. They're the they're the best team to me overall in the Eastern Conference. But the Sixers have Embiid. They have Ben Simmons, who's a great facilitator. I know you don't think he's a great player, but they've got a pretty solid team. This should be an easy win for Toronto, in my opinion. Um, I feel like it'll be some interesting games, but I do think Toronto gets this. They shouldn't win more than maybe four two. two. Yeah, maybe. should be a four two series if that. And and I feel like I, I want to see what their coach is going to do because going into a a series knowing that the point guard refuses to shoot That's from the outside, you can game plan so well around that. And the Raptors are a very good defensive team, mm-hmm. and you got you're playing essentially on offense four and five in half court. Now if you get in transition. Yeah, Ben Simmons can yes. shine in that, mm-hmm. and, and you know stuff like that. But when that when the game slows down, you're playing four and five, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's going to be a problem for the Sixers. Uh, Embiid has been a little hobbly wobbly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be crucial in the series. Yeah, um, Kawhi was sick. I guess he's better now. He has some flu shit or whatever, yeah, but he's doing great. Um, what's the other point guard's name for? The, Toronto. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, nope. Not been doing that great. Um, he hurt his finger, too. I don't care. 
Uh, we got it. We got it. It's time. You ain't rocking with Kyle. <laughs> no, I just I don't want to hear any excuses right now. Oh, okay. If you're not dying, then what's up? Yeah, he's straight. <laughs> they got a good backup too. He's yes, nice. yes. Van Vliet be coming out getting buckets. Like yeah. that's dangerous to me, and that's part of the reason that they were he was trade bait to begin with. Um, Kyle, because of Van Vliet. Yes, because of the way he's playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be getting real. Um. That series starts uh, in a couple of days. This this next uh, this bracket right this East bracket is going to be really good. So watch. everybody's trying to say that Milwaukee and Boston are the Eastern Conference Finals real series, and Houston Golden State is the real Western Conference Finals series. But they're both happening in the semis. Um, that's disrespectful. It is, um, especially on the East. Especially on the East. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like – I understand Milwaukee had the best record. They probably have the MVP. But the the East was was a dog race. The reason they're saying that is because the Celtics are – even though the Raptors play better than them all year, uh-huh. the Celtics are like the most talked about. Like they're talked about a lot, even more than the Bucks until later in the season. Yeah. Well that's because they're they're in a bigger market. They yeah, have that's championships. They're a known organization. They have Kyrie. So everybody's kind drama. Of, so people are kinda of like me, you know, I'm I'm falling victim to that too. I mm-hmm. feel like it'll just click because their team is really good. And I'm not a big market smart fan, but missing him for a little bit might, you know, hurt. Mm-hmm. Just on some hustle man annoying defense type shit but that's why that is it's just a bigger market more talked about get way more media attention and stuff like that and see i i personally don't i honestly think milwaukee's gonna beat them and it's not gonna be a seven game series and milwaukee's there had a lot of injuries this year everybody's healthy they're they are moving the ball well everybody's balling it looks like they are ready to go to me they and play like the Hawks. They're just a better I version. Can't fucking stand. The Hawks play great basketball. That's Shut what I'm up, saying. Brent. They just didn't have Giannis, bro. That's Shut it. up, Brent. Um, Rockets Warriors. We're getting a rematch from last year. Totally different teams, though. Both even on both sides. Yeah. But um, Chris Paul is healthy right now. Yeah. This is great news for Houston. We don't know how many games he got. Left yeah. before his uh, hamstring starts locking up. Put tight on him. This is gonna happen. Chris Paul is is aging like bananas. God damn, like his body ban- is. You know, like he still can play, but it's like every year around this time he starts locking up. And the good thing about it is, this isn't the finals; it's the semi. He needs some range of motion work. That's all it is. Probably. <laughs> um, are we expecting a battle? Are you going to just talk your shit and say Golden State? No. What they ask? What are you going to do? I do think they're going to win. I I feel like it's going to be a battle just off, you know. Intensity. You know. Rivalry. They got people that can get buckets. They got two guys. They can score score. with you guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can actually keep up. And um, they don't even have to play defense. That's how good their offense is. (laughs) Yeah, but the Warriors got Durant and uh, Steph. So and I'm Clay. in Clay. So I'm gonna just take them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I'm gonna just take them. 
That's just what it is. <laughs> oh my god. The Rockets, they they they've been doing better and from I didn't really I'm not gonna sit here and act like I watched a lot of that jazz series because I felt like I knew it was gonna happen. Pretty boring. But I the little bit I watched, the Rockets have been playing some Good. defense. Yeah. But that goes to the Jazz being a not that great of an offensive team. But still, the Rockets play some defense. And if they want to make this series anything close to what they did last year, they're gonna have to they're gonna play have to defense. play some defense, obviously. What the hell was that? Phone just started tripping. Oh. Yeah, so um I got the Warriors too. <laughs> yeah. In the series, but I don't know why you fight it. You're a I'm Warriors not fighting fan. it. No, I'm not fighting it. I just want to see a good series because um, I think that Portland, on the other side of this series, this is actually the year that they can make it to the finals. I think they can beat San Antonio or Denver in a seven-game series, especially if McCollum and Lillard both play well together like they did this series and they continue to get everybody involved like they're doing, making some good substitutions. The coach is leaving guys in a little longer just to, you know, drive the knife in sometimes. I've noticed some – different types of substitutions that they're doing. And um, I feel like if we're gonna if we're not going to get Houston and Golden State in the finals, then I would rather get Portland yeah. and Golden State in the Portland finals. Portland and Golden State is always, you know, entertaining games. Yes. Even if Golden State usually wins, it's usually an entertaining watch. Yeah. I think if, if Golden State gets the Nuggets, that would be a sweep. Mm-hmm. I do too. Or the Spurs. Sadly, especially the Spurs. Um, I don't know. I just, I really, I'm hoping that Portland wins. I want to see what happens in this series. Um, it's so weird because I, I really don't, I can't pick a team. And normally I could pick a team anyway. I just can't pick San Antonio or Denver. It's just weird. No, it's. I can't uh, even pick it. But I, I do believe Portland has everything to, to win the next series. And they get to have a break right now. You get to rest. Yeah. This is kind of good, could be bad, depending on, you know, what right. type of discipline they have. So hopefully- that is a high they just ended on. It's yeah. about to be lit. They about to get active. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. So everybody just needs to stay disciplined and need to just continue working. Right. Don't let the don't let the spider webs and the cobwebs kick in like waiting on this series to finish. Right. You gotta come in still hot. And cause cause also Regardless, the Warriors and uh, Rockets series is going to start, and it's going to be entertaining as hell. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. But it could end up fast if it could, <laughs> it could be a sweep on the low. You know, it could be Maybe a seven-game inter- series or a sweep in Golden State's favor. It could be entertaining sweep, but it yeah. could be a sweep, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so let me check my notes because I don't think we, uh, there was some other stuff I was supposed to talk about. I don't really feel like it. I mean, Luke Walton is getting sued for sexual harassment. Um, I don't know Luke, but he just don't seem like the type of nigga that would try to take the pussy, like the way she said it. And for him to constantly sexually harass her in public, like she said, even after the incident, like I guess she came up to his room because she was writing a book mm-hmm. and he was supposed to help her and give her some notes or something. She said he slammed her onto the bed grinded on her you know forced kisses and all over her body and stuff and she tried to fight and get away she eventually he let her go whatever but she said after that he still made it very uncomfortable when he would see her he would like close you know them close hugs that that them where my hug niggas you know women hate them and she's saying that he became that nigga that she didn't report the first incident because 
you know, a lot of times people just let shit go. But she said afterwards he was continually harassing her when he would see her. She's a a sports reporter. And even though I heard all of her story, you know that what they say, you know, believe women. uh, But I also say believe evidence. And in a situation like this, there is no evidence. Nobody was there. Nobody knows what happened. And this is the problem with sexual assault charges. You know, like this is the yeah. problem because he can very well say she crazy. Right. She came up to the room. Uh, I let her know I wanted some pussy. She came up there acting all shy to want to watch TV. And I was like, nah, where the pussy at? And then she freaked out and left. Is that sexual assault? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. Right. That's but what do you I'm see saying. what I mean? And he is a married man. But still, don't act like married men don't get pussy on the side. Let's not do that. Right. I was just, it, it makes me want to say like, like, it would be cool if they just didn't... People shouldn't know about cases until the verdict. Yeah. I don't know how possible we that is. We can't because the media is salacious. The media wants the juice. They want the tea. Everybody's spilling it. That's why TMZ is flourishing. Like, right. people are getting paid to leak footage and leak news about everything because we're in that era of time. Right. Where it doesn't matter if you're right. All that matters is if you're first. Yeah. You say that all the time. And yeah. it's always true. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know Luke. I don't know the girl either. And so I'm not going to pass judgment, but if I were guessing, I just don't see it happen. I mean, in public, yeah, Luke Walton is grinding you, like putting, rubbing his dick up against you in a hug. I just feel like people would see that. Yeah. And there should be footage of that. There should be evidence of that if that was actually happening in public places where she was conducting work. This is when he was uh, coaching the um, the Warriors. Oh wow! Yeah, he was. I think it was when he was the assistant coach for the Warriors. Wow. The the rape the out the, the bedroom part. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it has been continuing. I don't know. It's annoying though because now we're all forced to pick a side, and we don't even know what happened. There's no. That's evidence. why I don't even try to get involved. In it. I just you know I might say no. I don't think he did it, or maybe mm-hmm. he did it, but you don't really know. So no. So it's kind of. It's kind of crazy. Like Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh oh, Magic Johnson. So you know he stepped away or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And LeBron is decapted now. <laughs> but Jeannie Buss let us all know that Magic will still recruit free agents, but the Lakers will not hire a replacement. Wait. They're not going to get another what was he, the president, right? Yes. So basically Magic is like a fluffer. You know what a fluffer is? Yeah. In porn? Yeah. <laughs> you you would know. I learned that from Maya. <laughs> He's a fluffer. Like, this is what he wants to do. He wants to have that big Kool-Aid smile and talk about the Lakers and how great they are. And he wants the freedom to do it without actually having a title of president of app operations. Right. Because then there comes all of these fines and illegal things that are taking place. And this is probably the best role for him. But not hiring a president of basketball operations is not a good idea because you're basically trying to tell us it's still magic on the low. Right. That's all I was about to say. So it's still Magic Johnson. Yeah, you just but making sure just, that he can be free to do whatever yeah, he wants at this point. Yeah. He can go talk to anyone. Yeah. So he just can't get the heat that he got got this year because of whatever. But he's still essentially the president. Yeah, but he doesn't have to do any of the traveling anymore. He doesn't have to do yeah. all the hard work cool. and labor, all the bullshit. He just the shuck and jiver when you, when yeah. you get a recruit. <laughs> That's it. He Magic Johnson. Yeah. 
one of the, the, big the greatest, smile. greatest Lakers ever. So just help us out when you can, Magic. That's all we need you to do. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about it for now. Yes. So we're done. Shout out Omar Kelly for joining me. Shout out Baby Daddy for joining me. Shout out Moose Cat Records for editing my podcast. I've been smoking, y'all. <laughs> so let me remind you that I do still have a cookbook that I'm putting out. I know it's been taking me a while, but my food has been changing so much. And I'm trying to keep it current, and I've just realized I can't do that. I just need to put out what I have. So I'm hoping for a launch on my birthday this summer, June 20th. I will be 44 years old. So I'm hoping that I can have the book out by then. I appreciate all the support. Um, I appreciate you guys constantly telling me not to quit the podcast because a lot of times I don't feel appreciated. But thank you guys for motivating me and keeping me going because I do feel like my form of journalism is needed. And if I quit, then who's going to fucking pick up the torch? I got to pass the torch for somebody else before I give this game up. So that's what I promised myself that I will do. I will help somebody else find their voice on their podcast. So I appreciate you guys putting that in my mind. Peace.